Welcome to Spirit Talk Radio. My name is Angel and I am your host. I would like to extend to you this invitation to join me today on a journey of exploration, discovery, and clarity with one of the many guests from the community who is committed to helping us all on our journey of spiritual transformation. Enjoy the show and be prepared to ask questions if you have them. Looking forward to seeing you today, tomorrow, and thereafter. Enjoy. Okay, everyone, welcome to Spirit Talk Radio. This is Angel, your hostess. So excited to have a new guest that hasn't been with us before. And I believe I'm talking all the way across to Australia, which is exciting for me. Our guest today is um, Andre Hoffman, the doctor of self-worth. I don't know if I said your first name right, so I'm going to give you the opportunity to correct me so I can make sure I get it right. It's, it's, it's Andre? Yes, and, Andre. Thank Andre, you much, Andre. Angel. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. I'm, I'm really excited about having you here. You know, your, um, your brand really... Um, kind of fascinated me because you speak about the doctor of self-worth. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what, what that's about? Why the doctor of self-worth? What does that mean? Uh, that's a long story, but probably I will just go back to the beginnings a bit so you understand how this brand has come about because I felt exactly the opposite. For 35 years of my life, I felt not good enough. I thought I'm worthless, that I had all these self-doubts, inner insecurities, and and that has been sort of installed in my childhood, and I didn't know how to change. So if I really want to be specific, I didn't connect well with my dad, and I thought he was working a lot away, doing his own business, but what I didn't feel that he cared about me, he loved me, and Early on, probably five, 10 years in my young life, I must have decided that something must be wrong with me. Disempowering ideas in the mind, mind virus, that's where it started. Then I decided that obviously, you know, a young child mind, I need to prove myself. So I've done everything I could. At that age, I went to win national championship in basketball with the team at age 12. I was running a number of marathons. I was climbing ice. I started to take over some summits for Mont Blanc and some other ones. And I never had the attention and the love that I was longing for and craving for from my dad. So we could say my strategy didn't work. And that started to reflect every area of life. I was blushing in front of people. I couldn't have a voice. Public speaking, out of the question. I was able to go through school until university. I basically called in sick if I had to present. You're talking about, um, I'm, I'm sitting here having memory flashbacks of my childhood and then my, my youth and then growing up and like everything you're saying is, is hitting right here. You know, the dad was never around. And when he wasn't around, he wasn't the best dad. He was in the military. He was kind of angry dad. And then the, you know, self-deprivation because we weren't like anybody else because we were a military family and we were black in communities that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't work. 
And as you're talking, you said something, I wrote it down. You call it a mind virus. Talk to me about that because I was like, oh man, that was, that was good. A mind virus because it messed up your mind, right? Well, it did because if I already want to expand on, if you're listening to this to understand how come you get stuck in old mindset or old identity that does not serve you and why you're not getting the results is because because up to the age of 10 or 12, they call it the imprint period. So that means you are designed by evolution to pick up whatever works for you to get love, to get fed, to get support, to get attention. And obviously, if we had, let's say, not enlightened parents, which most of us haven't, then we need to get pretty distorted ideas and behaviors to get what we needed, i.e. feel safe. It was and a journey, right? It was a journey. Absolutely. absolutely. So, so what we do, we do whatever it takes to feel safe and to get love. For me, like my dad was highly critical such a critical person. I was always called out with something I haven't done right or haven't done good enough. So I started to become, I need to get it right. I need to get it perfect. And the school system just added on more. And, you know, and then also added this, I need to prove myself. I need to prove myself. But it was all coming from this wound that I'm broken. I'm not good enough. And obviously, there's something wrong with me. And when that's installed in the mind, most people, I'm talking about 70, 80% of the population, never gets to realize that they started life on the wrong foot. Wow. And it starts to externalize into events, information, relationships, and the results start to come in and they recur and they're recurring, and people are finding me at age 30, 40, 50, sometimes at 60 years old, wondering what the hell is going on. I just see it now. I'm on a roller coaster ride, or I would say a merry-go-round, experiencing pretty much the same things, similar areas of life, and also, you know, you know, you know the person who had three or four marriages and they seem to be marrying the same person with a different name yes same guy every time <laughs> right this i use that all this. the time it's because you're programmed you you would even if they could be horrible they could be a drunk they could be a beater whatever but it's always the same one because you mm. haven't gone in here and done what you love yeah, yourself you what, what we used to say we used to say you, you don't love yourself you're looking outside yeah. of yourself, but you're saying something deeper. Worthiness is much more, um, much more intense for me than just love. It's like I am worthy. A lot That's deeper. Powerful. That's powerful. Deeper. There is a magnetic field around everyone, and I would say that magnetic field is, you know, there is this CPU central processing unit to operate that field and it's self-image, identity, self-esteem as who I am at my core. I'm working with someone I signed up two weeks ago and she had this issue, 55 years old lady, 
she feels so distant from men, failing these relationships. And we discovered it just last week that she feels guilty. She thinks she has done something wrong. And of course, she is feeling sad and isolated. And we started to go back to the roots. Where is, where is this coming from? Where is the root of this? Yeah. And we found a very painful early event in life where she actually been condemned, pushed away from the masculine and wondering what is going on. And finally, she became 10 out of 10 committed, which is all I need to then shift this for her. Next week, she's amazing experiences that she's never experienced before in 55 years. You said something, you said that earlier when we were prepping, 10 out of 10 commitment. Um, um, could you talk mm. to me about that? Because I, I, I've never heard that before. And, I, and I'm, I'm thinking, as you said, it has something to do with how much of me, how much skin in the game, how much am I giving myself and you in this process? Is that what this is about? Talk, talk to us a little bit about that. Yes, you've got it. Uh, like if I'm, I'll give you two examples. Like one is how slowly I got my commitment 10 out of 10. So my journey has taken me through living in four countries, spending over $100,000 in several, like hundreds of books, personal development events from John D. Martini to Anthony Robbins. Like I was a personal development junkie and I was doing therapies, all of these things. But you know what has got me? 10 out of 10 committed to shift. Unfortunately, five years ago, after 30 years of, not being able to shift was when I had two children and I started to see that my own limitations are reflecting back in my 12-year-old child who has lack of self-belief, not trusting himself. I said, no more. It's over. And that week, I, I still had this hardworking pattern from my family because I picked that one up too. So that was a week where I was 60, 70 hours a week, I had my job, which I worked in about 50, 55 hours, and then I had my side hustle. And that week I fell asleep at work, pretty dangerous because I was driving. Was it your son? Also, yes. so okay. when I came home and my child said, 10 out of 10 committed was extreme events in my life. I would say a lot of pain. So number one, I've seen my son showing signs of lack of self-belief, my own patterns. Now, I, I said, that has to stop. But the same week, I had almost caused an accident while falling asleep at night driving. Yeah. And then Wednesday on the same week, when I was getting home, my son, you know, asked me, when are you going to play with me? And, and that year, I was working about 60, 70 hours a week, side hustle, a job. The job was, I said, my mantra was, the job is to pay the bills. The side hustle is to break out of the job. Like no results for years. No and then result. at night, normally I picked up, you know, uh, a book to just a bad style, bad time story that I normally shared with my kids. And they were allowed to slap me in the face. I permitted them to do if I fall asleep. Oh, and wow. Sadly, again, it has become this 
slapping competition. It was, uh, I realized that I have become an exact copy of my dad. So you allowed them to punish you if you fell asleep uh, the slap. Yes, because I wanted to read, wow. I wanted to have, I wanted to share, I wanted to connect, but I was so exhausted that I couldn't. So this was probably the lowest point in my life. And I said, and this is where the change came. I said, from now on, I don't care what it takes. And I don't even care how much money this is. If this is the last and only thing I achieve in this life, then I will shift myself and I will do that till the day I drop dead if I have to. Powerful. Now, probably about within about two years, I was able to find someone, a transformational coach, and it was NLP based okay. to, to help me out of these dark places which I was stuck in, in my head. And since then, when I worked that, the formula, you, you know, as it, I picked up tiny things here and there from all of my $100,000 investment into these courses and books. Now I had the formula to for rapid change that lasts. Now this excites me the most. And this is where the Start brand has come go from. through it. Cause it's like, there was a moment when you said enough, you're like, no more. And that's when the change came. So talk, talk to us about that. Cause that's really fascinating to me. So that no more enough was the point where I had no more excuses. And I said, well, which I've been avoiding before is to invest into myself. My self-worth to spend time on me one-on-one -on -one with a specialist who had massive results. And I said, <coughs> I deserve this and I must do this. And it's not about me anymore. It's about the community that's around me. It's about my marriage. It's about my children. And probably it's about hundreds of people who will get help through my next version of self. And so it's not just that you worked on your own, your own self, which is, I think everybody should do that, especially the world that we're in today. Everybody should mm. work on themselves. You got a calling. You wanted this to be about what you can do for other people. That's what I'm hearing. It's like, it's more than just you. It's anybody that you can affect. Angel, it, it was almost a natural progression to resolve some three decades struggle with lack of self-belief, the self-doubt, the uncertainty. The, the, the question is, what is my life about? Why am I here? The lack of purpose, lack of clarity. This has all been shifted to all right now i've got it why i have all of these struggles the pain the the losing relationships moving countries escaping from my dad moving to new zealand and then australia this is the farthest possible point on earth subconscious mind does a best job to put distance right yeah but this beautiful mind that we all have has another tendency and this is the trap is taking the path of least resistance. Yeah. So what yeah. that means? Well, I'm telling myself stories that I'm working on this and I'm reading books and I'm doing all I can 
while this mind then i would say the subconscious mind is almost like laughing in the back and say yeah 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 you just do what you want but we're not going to change here because it's unsafe or i could get rejected or maybe i won't be approved or i could lose relationships when i really stand out from in an environment where people are you know focusing on what they don't want and they are absolutely victims and it's so crazy right that we will talk ourselves out of so much by listening to this this chatter in our brain that's mm. telling us all the reasons why we can't do things even when people come up to us and say hey let's go do this and we'll talk ourselves out of it by pointing out all the things that are the reasons why we can't do it and that's this is the self-worth you're talking about is like of course you can do it right you can do anything yeah. that you want it's very powerful inside because that's i'm just launching a course in january it's a six-week course to, well, let's hear about that i want to hear about that right now <laughs> it, it is called mastering the inner voice that's where the problem is where yes, yes. i would even go as far as most people live in a self-hypnotic trance they have been hypnotized by authorities let's say sometimes school teachers are fine sometimes mom and dad that's been my case they've been they've been told who they are they built an identity around limitations and then the story is like a broken record keeps just going on and on in their head and you know what i find most of the time it's not even their own story yeah it was downloaded or installed we can say it anyway but it has become a congruent belief and that's a huge problem because then this person is going out in the world i hope you have camera recording but remember if the person has this oh, belief those are, yes, those are great i'm <laughs> not good enough so with this filter this yellow filter i'm not good enough i need to prove myself the magnetic field that i've told you about before we started is they are starting to attract every yes. event, every person yes they can leave the pre-suggestion or the assumption or the wrong belief the mind virus about themselves which is i'm attracting people where i have to prove myself where i feel not good enough i attract the partner where I am being, I don't know, abused or not respected. Yes. What so, you just said, so powerful. And that that's like um the 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 thing that people are missing right now is that like the, the story we were talking about earlier, like the guy or the gal that's the same person in a different body, different face, same hmm. person. We tracked stuff to us by the words we say by the memories that we have like it's like oh god don't let something like that happen again and the first thing that happens is it mm. happens again because that's all you think about how what kinds of um technologies and techniques do you um apply um if that's the question i can ask um because to me it's like you, what you're saying makes perfect sense to me so now you sit with people and like, how do I get all that stuff out of my head? What does the work look like working with you? I guess that's the better way to ask the question. So first, I normally discover where is the cause, there is the root of that voice. 
first whose voice it is it is a bit of a different mind or mindset where we are able to access that information i mean would you agree your mind is a perfect machine so yes. there's this part of the mind that doesn't have to actually think if you were in a near death event or a almost near miss collision like how long did it take you really to move the car or you know turn the car into the right direction to survive the event probably yeah. a fraction of a second a second because this mind actually works for you the problem is its agenda is survival and unless you want survival in your life which is what most people do survive or you want to thrive that's that's things are just not on on par like the mind would want to keep you safe and that could mean playing small that could mean tell yourself the story of oh i'm not good enough not smart enough so you will not be exposed to being seen so what really happens is when the story is running in someone's head i normally discover there is at times underlying negative emotions i call almost like a glue <laughs> that keeps it there keeps it sitting there <clears throat> and when when that keeps someone you know from achieving things then i look at it this way Let, let's say the results are the three crown of the tree but i'm always looking at where is the root of this i'm looking for in someone's memory bank in the mind where was this plant you know where was this planted where is this seed coming from what happened to this person at what context to have this misinterpretation of an event or was this someone else suggesting unfortunately and hypnotize the person out of himself or herself so who and, planted the seed Did yes. I plant the seed? Did my teacher plant the seed? Did my parent what? plant the seed? Did society who planted the seed? Yeah. And and remember, authority figures, especially parents, like they got you got so much rapport with them. Like they keep you alive. They are like your gods. Yes. If you yes, believe them, and they didn't have their headspace in order, and they have, they're not kind of enlightened being with coming from love. You got a problem. You've been planted the wrong seeds. Now, what do I do? I look at the mind as if this was a beautiful garden, and I love finding the root of the weed and pull yeah. it by the root. So then we can really prepare the soil, fertilize it a bit, to then plant the right seeds. But you know what? Most of the time, and this is the funny part. I actually don't need to plan too much because this soil is able to grow anything but the weed has to go to create space for this new version of self or at least have quiet in that bloody head <laughs> so that you can focus right so it's all the chatter because the chatter is it's 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 a lot and um I don't know um how long ago you started this journey 
But in my imagination, since we've gone through this ordeal, I'll call it um, the, the 2020, that's what I call it. Since we've gone through mm. all of this, people's inner chatter has gotten really loud. Um, and do you are you finding that you're having to um, get people out of this 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 danger zone of having survived this and then like working on two different things or is it all the same thing? If you ask me, I what I see is that the inner chatter is at times completely stuff that we tend to pick up. Let's say if you're listening to the radio or the news, you know, you're being suggested, I have to say. I, I haven't been watching television or, or listening to radio news for about 15 years. So if you look at the mind as, what if it's a Formula One car that needs to be nurtured? It needs to have the best performing oil, air to run it yeah. like a machine. Then you want to really ask yourself, like, what am I feeding my mind because i can tell you it will affect the way you think and with the authority it's called alterative hypnosis the media is telling you how life is if you listen to it and you believe it but repetition works that's how you've learned how to tie your shoes. That's right. Over and over again. Let's try it again. Let's try you it again. keep listening to it. Well, you will believe this world is a dangerous place. You are unsafe. They will take away your own power. And, and I want to give that back to you. But the mind chatter, which is fueled by media and the anxiety and the fear that has been spread, has possibly been disconnecting you from everyone else, but in the first place, disconnecting you from yourself. Oh, that's, that's really, really good. Now, what does that mean? That's you're disconnected really from yourself. That was me. I'll give you an example in a second. That means you are not on purpose. Probably you are on someone else's goal plan. I.e., you are working for someone else, hating your job, all of those things. This is how far I was disconnected at, say, age, age 2022. I asked myself, what do I do with my life? Because I had no idea who I was. Obviously, I wasn't in the right environment where I had seen a father-son relationship, a normal one or a loving one. So there's no model. And I, I asked myself, if I don't know who I am and what I want to do with my life, I was honest. Then probably I'm better off to have money and not know who I am or what I want. So I said, well, banking was the highest paid sector at the time. I said, let's go, I'm going banking. Banking, yep. It took me five years to realize that it's not for me. It was the money trap. Yeah, chasing the money. I was chasing something. Chasing, but not the, that's powerful, man. So five years of that. And you're like, no. And are you happier now doing this? Do you feel like you're fulfilled? Absolutely. And that has never happened until sort of four or five years ago, because I'm not too sure if you're familiar, but Eastern Europe had these communist idea and they done five year terms. So probably I have been conditioned to look at my life in five year terms. 
So I said, because I still don't know what I want to do, like nothing has changed. I said, that's not me. So one step forward, then what am I going to do? Probably I should travel around the world because some people do that. Maybe I'll learn something about myself. So then yeah. sort of I lived a year in Ireland, but then I moved to New Zealand and I started to have these odd jobs traveling a lot in about 65 countries. And I used traveling to confront myself to really challenge my own beliefs. And I learned a lot. I had a lot of fun, again, inside, not fulfilled, not understanding why am I here for, why am I going through this? And although I had a dream life, people like, how do you do this? What do you do? Well, you know what? I, I was either fired because I said at, at, at the time in New Zealand, I will work for nine months and I'll travel for three months or soul search. So I was either fired or I had to put through a proposal that let's see each other in three months. Normally they said, well, you don't need to come back. That's not how, <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> that's not how it works. And I was kind of happy with that at yeah. the time. But then traveling and traveling has not given me any more, how to say, fun or joy of what I was actually looking for, I realized. And, and you know what? I went to monasteries. I went to these priests and, and monks to tell me what's wrong with me. Like that was in my head at the time. And of course they couldn't. I was going to say, how did that go? Because I <laughs> going to the priests, the monks, they, they, they're like, oh, sit down, meditate. God loves you. I mean, like... <laughs> like imagine that level of chatter in my mind, angel. Like yes. I had more and more voices. I had a whole family. Yeah. My whole family was reverberating in my head. Of course, it didn't work. Like I couldn't meditate. It's too because calm the voices down. You couldn't quiet them, probably. As you're trying to quiet your soul, your mind is still going through the programming that you've got going on in your head. I think the the quietening comes from understanding the root, and then almost going back to that place and look at it from an adult from a wise point of view and say bloody hell this is not even my voice in the first place this is not my suggestion when something has happened you know sometimes at age were in front of a class they couldn't sing that i'm not good enough it wasn't me it's right. a misinterpretation of what happened and the mind, when the mind realizes these things, get all of these learnings about the past, these voices drop automatically. Wow. And so um, you said that you went through a lot of the names that you mentioned, I'm familiar with, you know, Anthony Robbins and, and, and such, and you did all this work and it didn't help because they weren't attached. They weren't attacking the actual issue they were just doing their thing right and that Perfect. was that wasn't what you needed trimming the weed yeah they were they were just putting more flowers in the garden they weren't actually getting in there and pulling the weeds out right and you oh, needed that to, you needed the, that to come out and i and i love that and i respect that because i'm not hearing you say there's anything wrong with what they're doing it just didn't that wasn't what you needed you needed something else and i, I think a lot of people a lot of people need this because we have so much programming. Like I talked about growing up in the military, I was in the military um, and the noise, 
the stories that we have in our head, you know, you know, I'm, I'm a woman, I'm black. I used to be the military. We have all this stuff that sits in our head. You walk mm-hmm. into a, a situation, you walk into a room, a new job or whatever, and boom, they just start in your head. Um, you can, I have even experienced where I convinced myself, I know what that person across the room is thinking because they looked at me and they weren't even looking at me. They just glanced to the side of the room. They didn't even see, right? They didn't even see me. They just happened to be turning their head. And I got a whole story in my head about what they're saying, what they're thinking. Am I wearing the right outfit? Oh my God, I should have come. They, all that stuff is the stuff you're talking about. And it can cause us to not step forward. It can cause us to run and hide, right? Yes, it's, Angel, it's- such a powerful insight. I, I'm so happy that you brought this up because the, the, the most painful thing is when the inner voices start to externalize into people because you almost project it into them. You is, as, them. You, <laughs> as you said, there is this person looking at me. I have a story about it. Why are they looking at me like that? I force my paradigm into a situation whereas I have literally total freedom to experience whatever I want at any moment in time. Right. Oh, pal, right. I could choose to have a great time and be free, or I could choose to be all messed up. But how do we, the choice is there and the freedom is there. The gap in consciousness between stimuli and how I react or respond is there. But most people are not aware of it. But most importantly, the problem is mind starts to automate. Wow. It has had probably hundreds of thousands of events of similar in some way because it's a white male because it's you know it's a woman and short got glasses or this guy has blue eyes and the mind start to piece together buckets of content and it says oh it is like that so we will have the same experience yes now where is your freedom in that yes not in the present moment anymore you won't be able to pay attention or Notice, for example, there's a massive opportunity in front of you. Maybe money is lying, a deal is lying in front of you on the table. And what you see is, bloody hell, I'm rejected. This is not going to work. This person is against me. He's hurting me. Just walking in the door. Just walking in the door. You haven't even talked to anybody yet, right? (laughs) Your story playing out. And when you had enough, you must change it inside. Because ultimately, and I don't like to saying this because i don't think some people are ready for this but ultimately there is one reality and okay. that one is in your head it's right here and you will replay that until you learn it for the rest of your life and i believe that reality because you mentioned god and spirit like i, I would go as far as that God is not outside of you. That you, there's a piece of God in you. And when you start to tap into that freedom, that level of creation, which is yours, not outside of you, and you will have amazing results and amazing changes outside. Wow. You know, there's probably a lot of people that don't understand that when you say it and maybe even don't want to hear that because you know mm. i find i find that 
when when I when I work with people, even in, in, in my practices, some people are holding on to their stuff so tight. They like they don't want to let it go, mm. even though they say they want to. They show up like I want to work with you. I want to get rid of the stuff, but they're holding on to it so tight, mm. right? That they don't want to hear it. Do, do you run into that? Do you are you able to solve for that, or do you feel like that's just that's just how it's going to be for them? Or, you know, how can you let somebody? free themselves when they're unwilling to free themselves. Angel, I have a very specific approach. Oh, my obstacle course to work with me filters them out. Okay. I don't work with them because I, I know what unfortunately will happen to them. Life without me is going to teach them the same lesson over and over and over again, and when they had enough, when they had too much pain, their commitment level will drive up to 10 out of 10, and I'll be here to help. But until they are ready, rescuing, I believe, does not work. That's so good, um, because that's what it is. Uh, you know, I almost like to think of it as like, you, you're gonna live that same thing over and over again, and to finally just say, I, I don't want to do this anymore. And I use the relationship one so much because mm -hmm. it happens to so many of us where we just like, I'm never going to get you get me free from this guy. I'm never going to get with a guy like this again. And then three months later, there he is again. He just looks different. He lives in a different city. It's the same guy. And we got to look at ourselves and what's going on in causing the story. Not look at the guy. He's who he is, whether he's with you or not. That's his trip, right? Mm -hmm. This is about what you are pulling to you. Yes, I mean, and, and this is the hardest thing, I believe, to see the bigger picture of life. And I have to say, unfortunately, and this is a book, it's not mine, but I, I want to share it with you. It's called, I think, The Five Biggest Regrets of Life or something like that. It was written by an Australian woman and she's done this amazing research. Uh, because I sometimes challenge people that look, when are you going to be committed? For a lot of people, they face this on their deathbed. All the clarity, all the understanding of how wrong-footed they approach their life of blaming everyone else, blaming circumstances, blaming the government, or I don't know, the church or God or whatever they have in mind, it at times, the enlightenment comes very late in life, almost in the last moments. Because I, my understanding is that the last one or two months, the learnings on earth are accelerated. But what are you going to do then? Out of time. Yeah. Show's almost over. You know, you had all the years before. Whereas... If I, I want to have the audience to, if you want your commitment level to go up, you might want to ask yourself that transfer yourself in time to that place and imagine yourself looking back to your life. Really ask yourself, like, what was your life about? What would you celebrate? And if you are not living 
true to that, or you have not done the change work that is necessary to step into your power, to maybe influence and lead whatever you have as a goal, then change is your only way. And then again, look for someone who has results. Wow. Don't buy cheap stuff because cheap stuff probably will not get you results. And that's so that's so powerful, it's ridiculous. (laughs) That is so powerful. And I didn't mean to interrupt because I wanted you to say something. I want to go back to something you said. Um, because I want to give you um, a little more time to talk about it because it's so cool. Like I could shift my life. I have the opportunity to shift my life right now. If I could stop for a moment and think about what if next month was it and I'm looking back, Mm. right. And I'm looking back on like, this is where I want to be. What could I, what, what could I be looking back at to have done to make this where I'd be in two months? That's, that's what I just heard. And I, I, as you were saying, I'm like that, it's a simple thing to do. It's a powerful thing to do. And you're going to, I'm assuming you're going to meet all your, all your demons and your monkeys. <laughs> as you, as you think about that, they're all going to spring up and, and do their thing, but now you know what they are. Yeah. I mean, you know what, the reason why I get people committed because I know what's going to happen. The demons will attack yeah. the goal and the change work. And that's what I need. Because once we slash them, remove them, release them, there's a new being. There's a new human being to be able to align to new results. I mean, there's another example that I sometimes ask myself to take responsibility for my life. This thing that is in front of me, how am I going to, because sometimes, you know, we are in doubt, like, what do I do this way, that way, or that way? Like, ask yourself, if I take this decision and I follow through on this, how am I going to feel myself in one year, five years, 10 or 15 years time? It's a bit of a long-term approach. Am I going to like myself? Yeah. Or... I'm, I'm going to be sorry and shame or wow. whatever, sad that I went down the easy, destructive way and I abused my body. I abused anyone else or, you know, I've yes. done the easy way out. Yeah. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it, you, you almost have to experience all the stuff so that to release it. So there's the release is, is there's probably tears, there's probably anger, you're, you're going through a process. Mm. So um, having somebody help you with that is, is, is critical because you, know, you don't wanna be by yourself looking at your demons. You need to have somebody help exercise these demons, right? Um, do you have, um, are you um, like a therapist? What was your background that, give, that gives you um, cause to be able to do this? Or is this just your natural gift to be able to help people through this? Well, yes, I'm an, I'm an NLP, you know, practitioner. And, okay. and on top of that, I believe that's a very fast way to create lasting results in behavior, emotions, excellence in life. Also, I'm a coach, but I have been 
experimenting and trying and probing everything I would for 35 years. So I believe my diploma was struggles in life. Like that. But as you ask me, what is the trick to this? I think you, you said so eloquently that what needs to happen is go back to uncomfortable stories or roots of the stories with someone else. Otherwise, you start to tell the same stories over and over again, and you will yep. be back at square one in your life, and you will not understand how it has happened to you again and again. And so, go ahead. I'm sorry. I've got so much. You, you've, you've, you, I have so many questions. Um, and, you know, I'm thinking about a couple of things that you said. I, I, I make notes while, while you were talking here. You talked about people's stories that they implant or they, they hypnotize you. What I didn't hear, which actually made me smile, I didn't hear you laying blame on anybody. I didn't hear you say, it's that guy's fault that he did it. I just heard you say, that's what happened and we need to let it go. Talk to me about that because I'm very fascinated by that because it feels like everything people have going on out there, it's about mom did it, it's mom's fault, dad's fault, it's the old husband's fault. And I'm not mm. hearing that from you. I, I'm hearing that I need to let go of the stuff and I got to figure out where it came from and get it out of there. Yes, thanks for that question, Angel. It's um, There's two ways to play life. There is taking responsibility and say, I attracted it, created it in some way, or it has happened to me for a reason for me to, to learn or reflect or shift myself. The other way to play life is whose fault is it? But then the problem is, you know, with pointing the finger, three fingers are really pointing back yep, to me. To me. Yep. And and until one is in this victim mindset, this is happening to me, like that question has to change. How is this happening for you? Ooh. What do I need to learn? Because this has happened to me X number of ways. I am had enough. But some people, you know, you know, life, I believe, will teach people who are not ready for this work until the day they die. So yeah. life is almost rehearsed to teach someone about limitations. And there is a slow lane. There's the autobahn. <laughs> and there is the fast lane, like on the motorway. Yeah. And I'm not talking about us i'm talking about the autobahn talking about the autobahn yes <laughs> autobahn where you can do 260 k's an hour you're allowed to drive 260 kilometers an hour yeah you need to be careful but that i believe is a possibility for each of us and that comes from stepping out of victim and taking a different look and responsibility what is the message here for me? How is this teaching me about myself? And that's where change lies. Here, here. So good. And, and you know, I want to give you an opportunity 
as we're slowly coming um, coming to the, the close, uh, to talk about how people get in touch with you. Um, and I believe you have um, a book to download for them. So if you want to let them know how to reach you, um, I'm also going to link the information with your program when we post so that they can have it there. Mm. Um, but go ahead, my friend, how can people reach out to you and what are you going to give them if they reach out and, and connect with you today? Absolutely. I have a free book. It's called, uh, it's on the doctorofselfworth.com, www.doctorofselfworth.com. You can download it for free. Also, easiest to find me across social media is hashtag Dr. Southworth. And then you can find any of my posts. Uh, and, and if you are serious about shifting results, there is this new course coming up about changing. Or I, I, the course title is Mastering the Inner Voice. New Year new mind new life uh, i will put out more information about it very soon and also there is a booking link on calendly meet the doctor and you'll be able to find the doctor of self-worth there find me on facebook and linkedin and and other social media channels so you're all over the place which is amazing because you really want to get in front of people. And I love that, you know, you, your, your mantra here, you're like changing minds, changing, changing lives. What is the ultimate wish, you know, when you're doing this work, when you're looking back in the two months, what is your wish for, for, for your um, influence on the community when all is said and done? Well, I do have as well, an orphan project that is running in many countries and I would love to expand it to every, you know, every country where there's more and more orphanages plugged in, where I want people to recover the human connection and to show up at orphanages, ask what they need. And I'm talking about third world countries when there is lack of everything, scarcity mindset, call in, help them, teach them or buy whatever they need so that's a project on Facebook. It's called Visit Orphans Today. But if I'm looking at my, and I want to help orphans, of course, remove the scarcity mindset. That's a big one for me. But I would love to do the same for everyone else to shift, you know, lack of self-worth into prime level of self-worth where you consistently get what you want in life. But my main message, I believe, is that change does not have to be 40 years 30 years 25 years it doesn't need to cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars as long as you are prepared to invest into yourself i get someone who has results you know the children you know there's there's the the song from way back when the children are our future and mm. you know I'm thinking if you can get the children in the right state of mind while they're young, the world itself yeah. will shift, right? Absolutely. And that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful wish. And I, I'm going to check this out. I'm going to add this also. It was um, Visit Orphans Today. Yeah, that's the, that's the name of the page. And uh, of course, COVID and whatever was happening in a few years has slowed it down. 
but I would love to have, you know, more and more orphanages part of that project and sharing that human experience of, hey, I stayed here in Cairo, I stayed here in, because that's, that's places I've traveled and, and we don't know, you know, we spend thousands and thousands of dollars on overseas trips for some of the people from the US and, you know, from, from that developed countries. And they don't know within 200 meters, there is an orphanage where they could have the best experience in the whole trip. Yeah. Of giving, of making a difference. And I, I like to see giving is more than just a gift of here's this thing. It's a gift of the heart. And, you know, the universe rewards giving. It's like, you're so joyous and you feel so good and it opens you up. It's just, there are very few things as powerful as the gift of giving. And um, we used to give more as a society, at least here in America. We, I think we're lost like everybody else is because of COVID. Mm. And this whole mindset shift I, um, ideal um, is so needed because we are, um, my mother's from the South and she's in spirit now. And she used to say this thing, it used to tickle me, girl, they're a mess. That's what we are right now. We're a mess, you know, we're just, our minds are just like, ah. And we, it's, it's like, we need to just, shh, just, just calm down and, and deal with our stuff. And I love that you uh, want to enrich the children that don't have anything. And I love what you said about scarcity, changing the scarcity mindset. Because the scarcity mindset is is the mind killers. Like, don't think about what you can have because you can have anything. I love all of that. Um, I'm I'm a I'm a fan. I'm officially a fan. I am a fan. <laughs> I love I love it. I love it. So, um, what is your final call to action? Your final words that you'd like to share? Um, if you could take your your message and put it in like um, a two minute clip what would it what would you say my my favorite quote from the other book that i've written how to become a six-star business is your results in every area of life is the blueprint or the printout of your subconscious mind that's good you don't like it that's where you need to go to change the programming or the conditioning or whatever has happened to your mind. And to be able to do that, there is incredible fast techniques out there that actually work and it wouldn't take you too much time. And all you need to do is find help, seek help. And I want to help you with, you must be able to, because there's a lot of noise in media. There's a yeah. lot of fake marketers out there, I have to say. You need to be able to have the distinction of fake from real. So how so do you tell? How do you tell, man? How you how you tell? It's a really important message. I would love for people to hear this because I agree with you. So how do you tell? You need to really connect to yourself and ask the hard questions and do your research. I would probably look at if I was searching for someone as is he fake is he real like really sit with what they say you know I love the Buddhists they say ah oh, there is this teaching I won't adopt it I'll test it oh, if it man. works for me it resonates with me I will build it in 
to my identity, to my values or my attitude, whatever it is. But then again, when it comes to, you know, seeing re real, I would look at reviews and not one, not two, but consistent results from someone with maybe even looking at refund. Yeah, and, and, and the money too. I, I noticed that a lot of people, even as we're dancing back and forth in this story about a recession are charging a lot of money to help people. 10, 15, 20, $30,000. And, you know, it's hard to, um, it's hard to understand, you know, if you're here to help me, it's different. Um, if you're here to educate me on some stuff and we're going to work together for a year and it's like a master's degree program and you're going to take me, that that's different. I get that. But if you are doing the work to help me reach my potential by releasing stuff, um, and you're in heart, is it okay to charge 30 to 30,000 or 50,000 for that? That's a hard question. Um, because now I'm questioning this person's business and their ethics. But at the end of the day, what you're saying is, you know, if you let yourself be, be the adult, you know, do your research, do the stuff and listen to your intuition and you'll know, cause it's, it's a business just picking the right person. Right. It is a business and, and I would encourage you to not feel the normal patterns of, oh, this person is too good for me. I'm not good enough to work with this person. Like drop it, drop it and get creative because maybe there is a payment plan arrangement. There may be another deal on the table, what you could do for that person, but they want commitment, most of them. Yes, they do. They You're already right. worked out the formula. They only need the right person to work with and results come. That's really, really good. I Be love that. Be courageous. Say that and again? Be, Be what? courageous and persistent. I love if that. you find someone you want to work with, then, you know, sometimes groups are cheaper. There's so many ways and, and the real people will, I believe, will give you away amazing free content. Yes, and yes, I, I believe in that. Yes, I believe in that. That's, that's I, I love that you said that. That's why I do this is because there's so much out there. Uh, and the real, the people who are really here to- um, Serve. To serve, just what you said, to serve. You mm. know, yeah, we got to eat. Yeah, we got to pay bills but there's so much that you can do uh, to give of yourself. And it's always rewarded when you give. So 100%, I agree with that. I love it. Um, I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, no, because I'm having so much fun chatting with you. Um, I think the one of my last questions I always ask everybody is, you know, you, you talk about one, the, the, the desire to free yourself. And so have you freed yourself? Are you fine? Are you where you're at? Or is this like a, a continuing effort that just is like, this is what you do? Or do you feel like you've, you've reached that for yourself? Wow, what a question. I know it was pretty good, right? <laughs> I love it, Angel, because the way I look at human or a spiritual being on earth, I don't think there is a 
done. I'm, I've achieved place. It's, it's not possible to have that because I think we have almost unlimited potential to grow, to evolve, but most importantly, to then turn it into contribution and always take that to another level of impact. Beautiful. So I did achieve a high level of, let's say, self-empowerment. And I want that for everyone to have a mind that works for them. But also I'm looking at, hmm, I've come a long way, but now I see how much potential there is for me to serve, to help others and to do more. Because the metaphor that comes to my mind, the analogy, you know, when you, if you have been on climbing up on a mountain, there is each peak, gives you another yeah. side that, oh, wow, there is a higher one. I could do that. And maybe you get more clarity from that place. And, and this is where, I'm sorry to say, if you're listening to this, but clarity about purpose or who you are will come on the journey itself. Well said. It's like the aha moments aren't, I don't, feel like they're all magical moments in the workshop and you do the journaling and you go up on the board, you do the stuff and you go, aha, it's the journey. Um, yeah. I think you're abs absolutely right. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. How can people reach you again? If I'm going to let you have you uh, give out your information one more time, because I, I need people to talk to you, man. I need them to talk to you. <laughs> so it's doctorofselfworth.com. That's my page, although I'm redoing it. But as I said, uh, there's the email, andref, E-N-D-R-E, -E, at doctorofselfworth.com. That's my email address. And uh, also on my LinkedIn profile, there is the link on my connection uh, information, a way to book in for a sort of a free chat if sort of 45 minutes i love to give that to everyone to have an experience of maybe finding something that is in the way that they haven't seen before because i think that's what all of us are held back by things we don't know about ourselves that's really cool you know to be able to give that 45 minutes and and through that 45 minutes i can talk to you and figure out if there is something that I need to be focusing on um, versus just just trying to talk me into showing up without anything. I really love that. But tell us again about this class that you're doing in January. Uh, so that class is about mastering the inner voice. Okay. And that is about getting the roots of whatever is going on in your head as far as limiting stories playing out and and just mentioning again so when i catch up with someone one-on-one -on -one, like you know my biggest game in life like what i love doing is figuring out how the problem is created how did this person create the problem then you know untangle the person from the miss 
interpretation from the mind virus. And, and the biggest step in this, step one is awareness. Awareness is the, like I find 30, 40, 50 year old patterns pretty fast. Okay. So I've become a bit of a master at this, but on the other hand, then, then it's, it's really just one step to shift. Because then we know what's in the way as we know we can see it we've got the sign now that says this is what's mm. in the road and now we can clear it um mm. wow and then i understand you know if somebody's not ready i know life is a conspiracy it's helping them towards the same thing i'm trying to help them probably it really <laughs> is but that's that true that like they say true that <laughs> absolutely oh. Absolutely. That's so good because it's like, while you're trying to fix yourself, you know, how many of us have experienced, we have some place to go and we want to go and it's, it's an important thing. And then we can't find our keys. Oh, we're going to wear this outfit and there's a stain yeah. on it or whatever. Our hair doesn't come out right. Now I got to start all over again. How many times we, 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 I grew up with the term self-sabotage. Yes, of course. Yeah. And that's, you know, what I was like, oh, this always happens when I'm trying to do that. But that's, that's, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> that's, that's what I love removing. Well, I, I would love to have you remove that from everybody. This is, this has been probably my most fun um, interview in a long time, because I really do, um, you know, align with what you're saying and, and the mission in and of itself is powerful. So I'm going to encourage people to go to his website and I'm going to put it, I'm going to link it in there so that, that you guys have it um, at the bottom in the post, click it, book 45 minutes, 45 minutes is not a lot of time. And he's giving it away from his, from his heart, right? So what harm will it do? My mom used to say this, if somebody gives you a coupon for free, go get the free thing. <laughs> Like, it's like a no brainer. <laughs> like, it's not a discount. It's not a percentage off. It's not buy one, get one free. It's free. So mm -hmm. sit down with him. Worst thing will happen. You, you won't want to do it, but I have a feeling you'll want to do it. I'm just thinking you want to do it because I could use a little weed pulling myself. I might have to take you up on that myself. <laughs> well, Angel, I give you a free session right now. Oh, well, shoot. So we'll, we'll find a time together. And uh, I would really want to have an interview with you, as you already know. Yes, and I have witnesses all over the world that have heard you say that. And I will, I will report back and let people know how it was, because this is something I believe we need. Fear is um, real in our communities right now. Mm. And um, the last thing I'll let you speak to is like that fear. I always like to say it's not real. Because when we open our eyes, we're not looking at fear. We're looking at through the filters of all the stuff that we've got, all the stories that we've got. So I'm going to let you speak to that real quick, because I think that that's an important point in what you're talking about right now. I, I believe there is the system or the society that we are in has this built in, suggested, not enough, scarcity. And the way it's induced or introduced is causing the upper class, call it whatever you want, to control the masses of people. Because if there is not enough, clearly, 
then we are depending on the big brother or someone else to take care of us. And that takes away our power. But if we really go small picture, then what do you really need? Look at your day today. Probably you wanna have a nutritious meal. Probably you wanna have clean water or maybe drink a tea and have a safe place to sleep. Now, who could not have that really? What if we are safe? And safest we've ever been, even with all of these things happening. And we would want to just listen to ourselves rather than following the external suggestions. That's where the problems start, right? Yes, <laughs> it is. It's just from the moment you get up, um, as a as a, I used to have to commute, um, I, I'm working at home right now. But so when you commute, what do you do? You turn on the TV so you can hear what the traffic is. And they don't wow. have a channel that goes, we're nonstop traffic. They blend it in with the news. So you like, you got to listen to the news to hear the traffic. And I rarely get today is a beautiful day and there's nothing bad happened. We're just going to talk to little kids that are selling cookies today. It's always <laughs> the horrible things that are happening usually not even in the community that you live. And so you, your, your day is set by all that blech, that they throw at you. And by the way, there's an accident on the freeway. So the traffic's jacked up. And that's how you... See, again, <laughs> the, the problem is the, the money driving these channels. Yeah. See, people are hooked on to the negative because they've been conditioned. But if I look at it, if there was a good news channel Oh, it's yes. only good news, maybe mixed with music. Like, I don't know how that would work, that experiment. When there is no brainwashing, there is no negative, there's no news. Or if there is news, there's only positive. Like, how would that be? What change that would be for minds? Tidying up the heads out there. Where you would wake up in the morning um, you know, my, my thing is, um, my message is, you know, we got to live life through the filter of joy. I'm the joyous life coach. I feel like you can accomplish anything if you're happy and joyous and you let yeah. go of all that stuff. And if, you know, if, if you look at what they're telling you, I agree with you. I feel like I wake up in the morning and I put on crazy music. That's fun and fabulous to help get myself worked up. Because if I listen to the radio, I got to listen to all that stuff the, the morning shows, don't play music anymore. It's sitting jabbering like I don't want to hear all of that stuff because I don't want my my state to be shifted into that icky stuff as I go out with my day. Yeah, plus negative news and then pop the pill because that's the easy way out. Kind of <laughs> eat eat junk. That's great. Yes, eat junk. Pop the pill. Distract yourself. From who you are that's the big problem game ball like that that's the issue and people will be even more disconnected from self and from everyone else when they follow and they follow the suggestions if they're listening to it so it is it is a hard predicament to to deal with probably we need you angel to create that channel put together the people that's what, i don't I'm know i'm working on it i'm working on it I'm working. I got you. You're part of the, the community. I agree with you. I have this thing and I'm going to, I'm going to get it out there called the, the um, positivity movement. 
have this 24-hour radio. That's what we're going to do. Just New nothing but radio. Positive. Just positive and nothing else. All I right. can already see it. And Keep the wide audience that are hooked on to, wow, there is something new here. No politics, no, you know, I, no ads. I, lo I love what you said. Um, you're not the first person to say it. So I'm going to take that as a challenge. <laughs> there's a reason why everybody keeps telling me that. But I believe it. music, even when it's like, I call it the fun talk because mm. we've got all the, the conspiracies. Some of it is actually fun to talk about. The UFOs, Atlantis, you know, just fun stuff that's not yeah. pointing negativity because we we need to talk about that stuff. You know, the stuff that's happening, we need to talk about it, but we don't have to turn it into a political message. Oh my God, a hate message, a bully message. You know, the bullying is so out of control right now. Yeah, And I just, I, I agree with you 100%. I could talk to you for the rest of the day. You are a really super cool. This Andre Hoffman, doctor of self-worth. Visit him on the internet. Book an appointment with him because I'm going to, because he said he was going to give me an appointment. I'm going to book it because I have your link on your calendar and I'm going to go on there. And I'm going to book an appointment. Last, last words before we call it a day for my, for my listeners. Take responsibility for your life. Don't become a victim. It's too I, painful. Drop the mic. <laughs> drop the mic. I, I need to run. But, I know you. Um, I, I I know you do. I thank you for being on the show. Thank you for being on the program. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you rise up because you are. Take care. Lots of love, and we'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Thanks very much. We'll rise later, or we rise together. That's what yes. I meant to say. Just like that. Mwah. Bye bye now. Take care, Angel. You